has there anybody from back in the day, not like right now ish time, but back then that was like a big, who was a big pain? A big pain as far as uh, or a jerk brought in. Right, right. Was there anybody um, that sticks out that because that you know don't ever meet your heroes because they'll always disappoint yeah, you. Type most of, thing. of them were always really really cool. I remember Polly Shore the first time. He was one of the ones that went short. Polly did. Oh, okay, he did. And that, I have a story about him actually. I think I got I was MC in his show. Uh huh. And I got sent over to do. Um, to go pick him up, right, right before it was, I think the show was at eight and it was at like seven fifty five. Yeah. So I ran over to the hotel real quick. Cause it wasn't that, yeah, it's right next door. Yeah. It wasn't, wasn't far. Um, but I get there and he had a couple, um, maybe a bodyguard with him and then a couple other people. He always and has I'm, an entourage. Yeah. Yeah. It was, just, it was definitely an entourage. I was going to say that, but I wasn't sure if I was using that correctly. But anyway, so I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and it's showtime, and it's past, it's like 8.05, and then my phone starts blowing up from you guys calling me, asking where we are, and I'm waiting, and he finally comes down, and I said, hey, man, uh, I'm here, I'm here to get you, we got to get over for the show, and he's like, okay, cool, he was really cool, he was nice. Yeah, we, he's we, cool, he's a cool dude. Very really cool, is. surprised me, I thought yeah, he was going to be a dick. It's just, it's... it's it just seems like when Paulie's involved, there's always complications that you cannot expect yeah. or would ever expect. Right. That's that's the only reason it's just weird with Paul. Right. Well, he's, he's cool. Yes. But he brings a lot of craziness. <laughs> brings with <him>. something <laughs> with him. Right. He. Well, he. So we walk out, and this is after. It's probably 15 minutes after show is supposed to start. Yeah. And I'm the MC, so I have to be there. We walk out, and. I was driving a little Honda Civic at the time, you mm-hmm. know, and they t- he takes one look at it and goes, bro, he ain't going to fit in there. He points to his bodyguard. And I'm like, uh, well, what do you guys want to do? I've been waiting for you. And he goes, we'll just walk over. I'm all, okay. What? So I just waited a half an hour and you're going to walk over. Okay. So then I cruised over and then I think as I was pulling in, you guys, I think maybe we were on the phone and I said, okay, we're, let's roll. And then you guys started it as I was pulling in. Yeah, waited and then, oh, bro, he ain't going to fit in there. We're not getting in there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Who was the coolest out of all of them? The coolest one was, pro- I, I think, Bobcat Goldthwait. Bobcat was awesome. Because he just, he went out of his way to make you comfortable. He was yeah. one of those. It wasn't just, yeah. you know, just a, a famous guy who's just, yeah. Just being cordial. I mean, he went out of your way. He was awesome. Out and of he, his way to make you feel good. And funny. Awesome. Oh, his stand-up so is so funny. And he was, like you said, very cool. Every time, like I, I think I did a, a couple times with him. And yeah, every time he would always afterwards, hey, you want to go hang out? You want to go grab some, a bite to eat? And he would, super yeah. cool. And he yeah. would talk the whole time and sit and tell you, you know, like, would give me advice or tell me old stories. He would watch and, your set and tell you what he thought about it. Yeah, it was. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, it was. And it he's was a incredible. huge star. And yeah. usually they don't. You know, they go out and wait while you're doing your thing, and they have no idea yeah, who they you don't are. Watch anything? Right. They have no idea who you are. But he right. was really cool. He said he uh, was awesome. That's a good call. Yeah. Um, Patrice O'Neill was so freaking cool. He opened for him was amazing. Was he? And I knew, I kind of knew even then, I was like, this is special that I get this opportunity. Really? And, is he, uh, he would, 
I, I never saw him, but I never met him. But he would do a lot of, his was a lot of crowd work, right? Is that Patrice? Oh, he did everything. That yeah. dude was just an absolute master. Wow. Comedy and and never wrote anything life. down, apparently, just, right? Yeah, just right. Just went up there and just destroyed from beginning to end and was just so cool off stage. That was awesome. That's cool. That's that was a that was a complete honor. It was one of those moments because he was he was he was famous, but he wasn't like huge, huge famous yet. But right. you could, but he was definitely on his way. On his up. way, and you knew it. And so that was pretty cool. How? When was that? When did you? Do that one with him. Oh, I can't even remember what year it was exactly. Was it close to his... When did he die? Did he just barely die, or was it a while oh, ago? I'd have to look it up. I'm not sure. Well. But it was uh, just as, you know, Comedy Central, he was doing all that stuff. Right. He was doing the roast, a lot of the roasts, yeah. and then uh, maybe a couple specials at the time. Yeah. But, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I've that, heard that, nothing. That's but good. been the coolest thing about Wise Guys was you know he started bringing in these bigger names, yeah. and it helped all of us because we got to sit down and watch and meet yes. these great comics. Whereas in bigger bigger markets, you'd never get a chance to even be close to them. Right. And here we are picking them up at the airport, driving them to the hotel, and yeah, uh, hanging out with them all weekend. I mean, it was just it, yeah, it was just a. a it was awesome. Godsend. It was. He he was always awesome. Yeah, Keith was always great about about letting us too. Like if you were in, basically, if you were like a regular, regular, yes. Then he didn't. He never seemed to have a problem with it. At least he never <laughs> said he did. <laughs> yeah, he's not there. Not there. Right. No, he's he's just absolutely amazing what yeah. he's done for comedy in Utah. In Utah, and yeah, and really comedy in general because yeah. he's created a club that. Every comedian who comes here loves these, loves this club. Oh yeah, they're, yeah, it's awesome. It's still, it's the best. Did you ever? Um, <laughs> I don't want to. Never mind. I don't want. Did well, you ever meet Caliendo? You like? Yes. How was Caliendo? Um, well, I knew, I knew Frank, Frank before he became big, because Keith, he, Keith was bringing him in, you know, before he really hit it off. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I, I, I had a great time with Frank. Did you? Then. He was, I remember the first time, I think. Yeah, he was, he was great. And then the next time he, he started blowing up a little, and then he was, he was not very cool to me. And then after he realized, I think, who, he, who I was, maybe, I think he told him. Because he, it, it was a very, I went, he, Keith asked if I'd go pick him up because I, I did the show with him the uh-huh. time before. And he says, you know, he knows you. And he he was not thrilled about me picking him up. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, it was it was one of the worst experiences He's, of my life. He got, he got a little testy. Yeah. After it was, a while. It was weird. It was really weird because he was, he was awesome. He was so cool the time before. And then that time. And then I think I, I, think I ended up doing one of the nights that he was there. And then he... He was a little bit nicer, but he got a little big for his britches, maybe. Got, yeah, yeah, it's just it's it's weird. It's it's interesting watching how people adjust to fame, right? Because it really it does. It, I don't think it changes you, but it exposes for you for who you really are, right? You know, yeah. Anything you get, lots of money or power or fame, 
any anytime you get any one of those things, it, you're exposed for who you who you really are. That's true. That's a good point, actually. You know who hasn't who's who actually might even be nicer is Eisman. Matt Eisman. Matt, yeah. And he's gotten huge and he's still, if not nicer than he was before. He, he hit anything. You can tell that he really appreciates where he's at. He loves it, yeah. And he knows that it could have been anybody else at any right. given point in time for any reason. Right. He doesn't yeah. he doesn't expect it, I think, is kind of the thing. Like Yeah. He's, he's one of those, he's a famous person who doesn't believe he's famous. Yes, that's Which perfect. is the coolest kind of person. That is the best, yes. Because he's still not, he's like, yeah, you know who I am, but you don't. Right. You yeah. recognize me, but you don't know why you recognize me. <laughs> he's at right. that level, which is awesome. Yeah. I just, I it love Eisman. I know, yeah. I love that dude. He's, yeah, he's a great guy. Yeah, that's, man. This is just crazy, catching all these memories coming back from from way back then. It's just yeah, we had such a cool thing going on. It was, then. it was amazing. Like that was just such a fun period, like of time. Because I guess I thought you, I thought the club had been there a lot longer. I think than I was because I think I started coming around in '02 because I was like a junior, I think, or maybe a senior uh-huh. in high school when I started. Yeah, you were there coming during, around. Um, uh, AI. Yeah, Alex Irving. Uh, was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. There was if we had, there were some characters. We had a a, of, <laughs> we had a pretty interesting scene go out. Walter. Walter. Yes, the whitest black man in the world. Right. Yes. And then uh, Hamilton was at that time. Too. Yeah, that was. I mean, think about that. Ryan Hamilton was just hanging out with us. And I now know. He's, now he's. Huge. He's got a, my friend uh, sent me a screenshot like a week ago. He's got a Netflix special. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, he's Hamilton. got a Netflix special. He hangs out with Seinfeld. He does, because he, he does, he, really? Yeah, he was, he, okay, so Do this people is think funny. they're related? They've this got it. This is to. funny, because um, <clears throat> he met him, he, he saw him at a club, Seinfeld saw him at a club, and and uh, came up and complimented him and said, you know, I just want you to know that uh, I've uh, really kind of not really had a passion for comedy for a long time. Right. And watching you perform, I want to do it again. I love comedy again. From watching Hamilton? From watching Hamilton. Oh and so he gosh. started having him come and open for him all the time. They had one time that there was this... Uh, Whoa. Uh... There's this guy named Gad who's a huge, uh, he's like the Jerry Seinfeld of the French-speaking world. Okay. And he decided he wanted to learn how to do comedy in English. Okay. So he moved to New York, and he became friends with with Ryan because uh-huh. they were both there about the same time. Okay. And they've really been, they've had a really great, great relationship, you know, together. Right. Well, Gad finally got to the point where he was going to tape his... Um, English-speaking comedy special. And Ryan was an opener. And Seinfeld was also kind of did a kind of get kind of guest MC, you know, kind of thing. Really? Yeah. Just because they were good friends. Oh, my gosh. And, and so, he just saw him. He watched is, Ryan. That's how he became. Well, and this is what, this is what had happened oh, was. So they're, they're, Ryan's opening for him at the, yeah. the show. And Ryan's standing there in the back, in the in the backstage 
And Gad wanted to have a piano or something. Is it Gad Sayad or Gad Sad or something? Yeah, I've, I've something like all that. He, he just goes by Gad. Oh, okay. everybody knows him as Gad. Okay. Anyway, so um, they were pushing this uh, piano out, and they they ended up kind of having to help push the piano out because it was too heavy. Ryan and Seinfeld, <laughs> two of the most dangly guys. <laughs> yes. And so they're standing backstage after this, and Ryan and Seinfeld goes. Man, this is a pretty surreal experience, don't you think? And he goes, <laughs> Ryan goes, um, well, I, I think you could only imagine how it is for me. <laughs> <laughs> Pushing a piano with Seinfeld. Yeah. And oh then, my. and then, okay, and then Ryan tells me this, this is so funny. He, he's invited to, this is just that they were kind of getting to know each other, and, um, Seinfeld says, hey, why don't you come over? I'm having a party at my house for the Super Bowl. Why don't you come on over? Oh, my god! And so Ryan's thinking, oh, okay, so it's probably going to be a big gathering, lots sure. of people, you know, you just kind of go there to mingle, you know. Yeah. Like, great opportunity. Why would you not go to exactly. a party at Seinfeld's? Yeah. So he goes there, gets to Seinfeld's house, and it's just Seinfeld and his wife. And um, Sarah Jessica Parker and... Um, his husband, her, uh, her husband, uh, uh, Ferris Bueller. Ferris Bueller, right? <laughs> oh gosh. And that's it. No way. Because, you know, um, Sarah Jessica Parker and Seinfeld's wives are like best friends. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, so they are like always wow. together. And so he just, he goes over there. He says, it's literally, I was just, I was just hanging out with these <laughs> Dude, how uncomfortable was that? I wonder. <laughs> oh my god! Matthew Broderick. Had, uh, he, how he, was it? Did he did he give you any more? <laughs> any? Oh, he said it was just you know, it was just he goes it was just you know, a bunch of people sitting around watching things. The gals kept going off and talking about recipes and stuff. And <laughs> oh my gosh! Me and Jerry and Matthew were just kind of talking about the game and. How it was going? It says it was just like being in any other any other Super Bowl party oh. with with a couple of your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Is that awesome? That's incredible. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So are they still buddy? Like oh, they, yeah, they toured yeah, they, together, right? They toured. Yeah. He uh, he's wow. he came on as one of his uh, openers that he uses. That's amazing, and it uh, that could not have happened to a nicer guy. I'll, Oh, absolutely. In all honesty, Ryan was the... He was so nice. Oh, the nicest. Yeah. I think think he started right around the time I did. Maybe a little earlier. Maybe. Yeah, he had started... Well, he had started doing, like, uh, shows in people's basements and front rooms down in Provo when he went to BYU. Oh, he did. And then when he found out... He he found out that we were doing shows at the Commons. Of those? Mm Mm-hmm. He contacted us and asked if he could come up and do a set. And we're like, oh, sure. Yeah. So he goes up there and he just, he killed. And so then when we opened Wise Guys, he, of course, came along as one of the regular openers. Okay. And he was there up until about, uh, was it? He left. He left for New York, I think, around 2004. Oh. In fact, his last hurrah in Utah his last thing he did before he moved to New York was he opened for me on a triple run up in Montana. <laughs> that's a nice send-off. That's my claim to fame. Ryan Hamilton opened for me. 
on a triple run. In Helena, Montana. I got to say, do, yeah. do you remember, I was, I don't think I'd start at this point, because I, I, it was one of the first times, if not the first time I came to the club, Ryan was doing a set, and he did not say one word, and it was still probably one of the most surreal moments of, of comedy that I've seen. He did not say a word for probably three or four minutes, and we were in tears as the crowd. In tears. Just, I was doubled over. I could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. I don't even know what I was laughing at. He didn't say a word. He and just, you know what was funny about that was he didn't plan it. He just no. walked up there, and everybody just kept laughing, and so he just kept smiling, and it just got laughter yes. harder and harder, and it's... <laughs> He's just, he's just like, this is weird. Why is everybody laughing? And right. so he keeps smiling and it gets bigger and bigger. Yes. Oh, yeah. It was just, people were, and people were not just laughing. I mean, they were laughing. Yeah, they were falling I, all over themselves laughing. I, yeah, I was in the crowd. So I, I could not breathe. I was laughing so hard. I was doubled over. And I think the confusion on his face, like you were saying, and then he would smile because he was so confused. And then we would just lose it all <laughs> over again. It was just oh, it was, it was the most. It was one of those just pure organic moments. Yes, just, it's like we didn't know why we were laughing. He didn't know why we were laughing. <laughs> Nobody we knew why we, <laughs> we were laughing. We just couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> it would have been perfect if he just walked. If he walked stage. off. If he just left. <laughs> but he tried to do the material and it laid flat. And he goes, "Well, I'm just going back to smiling then." <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that was too good. Oh, that was. Oh my gosh, I'd completely forgotten about most of the stuff until we're like we're in conversation. This is. Oh, oh, we had we had such a good thing going. We had so fun. It was. So it fun. was. It was amazing. It was really fun. <laughs> it was a really fun time. I'm trying to think of who else. I got nothing. You? Anybody well, else? You, I mean, we used to have, we used to just goof off a lot. Yeah. We did have that a lot of fun, fun off. Off stage. That was the, the yeah. biggest thing was we were just, well, it, it, one of the things I started doing early on was I never brought anybody up as being from Utah. Did you remember that? Because oh, if I said, yeah. hey, this guy's from Bountiful, then people would get him go to the bathroom. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So you started announcing. Yeah. So I started, okay. I, I went anywhere and asked everybody, says, so where'd you go for vacation last time you went? Oh, I went to Florida. All right, ladies and gentlemen, all the way from <laughs> Gainesville, Florida, just passing through town. Everybody was passing, passing through, town. through town. Everybody was a traveling professional, <laughs> just happened to be a friend of the club and dropped in to say hi. <laughs> I will say when you did that, it worked because people appreciated when we were from out of town. Yes. When they thought we were locals, they didn't give us as much love, which is weird. You would think it would be the other way around, oh, right? Oh, no. Utah has such a inferior A complex. complex. Especially yes. back then. Yes. Now, now it's better. Now, now. It's, yeah. Yeah. People get it. But boy, right. back then, boy, I, nobody was from Utah. Yeah. Really. I, oh, my gosh. That's Please another one. All the way from Chicago, Blake Bard. <laughs> Because he, I think he went there for a conference one weekend, and so from there, from then on, he was from Chicago, and it actually worked for his character. I thought it did it did it really did, and he said he was friends with Vince Vaughn because they were both from the same. Yeah, 
There were so many inside jokes going on during a show, I, I think. Oh, my goodness, yeah. Like the <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I used to do, I also do this thing for people every once in a while. Because when you wanted to tape, you yeah. wanted to get a good tape. Oh, yeah. So I used to go up there and say, hey, everybody. Um, here, look. This is just serious for a second. Um Sex comedian, uh, he's he's been contacted by the Tonight Show, and uh, they want him. Yeah. They 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 want to <laughs> just wanted to see a, a, a five minute set in front of a live audience and right and uh, he's he's taped it a couple times before, but we had a problem with the recording and it just it just it didn't work out. So what I'm going to ask you to do is see even if you've seen him before, just go nuts. Just if you guys could just give him a little bit of love, not too crazy, right? We don't want it to be you know obvious. You know, it's not we're not going for that, but I just want you to just maybe a little extra, just just a little extra, just give a little right. love to him right now. So if if you're ready. Let's 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 do this. You guys ready to make guys' dreams come true? <laughs> yeah. And so I'd look at Mac. Are we got the. Are we rolling? Are we rolling? Are we good? Okay. You did that for me. I remember you did this for me. And then I said, "Okay, everybody, we're gonna. Okay, we're gonna count down, and then we're gonna give him an intro. And you guys, we're just gonna act like the show's been going on. You guys ready? Yeah. Okay. Five, four, three, two. And they All right, everybody. How's it? Thanks for being here. Right. Right. Give it up for Mike Jenkins. <laughs> <laughs> that was one of the hottest shows I ever did. <laughs> like everything was popping. I felt I was, man, I was confident that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one, too. I think I actually had people. Ask me a couple months down the road. Hey, so what happened with tonight's show? <laughs> <laughs> I would say, do you remember? Actually, do you remember one time someone asked if, because you, you had the shorter hair. We both had kind of the, almost the same hairdo, the black hair. Someone asked if you were my dad after one of the shows. We, I used to get asked that all the time. Yeah. Almost every time you were on the show, they're like, is that your kid? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I got it a couple times, yeah. Because I remember I, I was like dying and I went over to you. Yeah, I think that's what you said. You said, <laughs> I get that all the time. <laughs> People give you sympathy because they think you're my kid or something. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> oh, I remember one day oh. we were, it was, it was one of those uh, uh, Thursday night shows. Yeah. And, you know, there was about seven of us on the show. And we're all standing in the kind of lobby area as everybody's leaving. Right. And this, there's this one lady. She comes walking up to everybody, and she goes, man, I love that bit you did about your mom. That was so funny. And next one's like, oh, I love this. You were so funny. Oh, dude, this. Uh, and just she had a compliment for every single comedian. Right. Just, just loved it. This is right. the greatest night she's had in a long time. She gets to me. I'm the last one alone. Oh, she no. looks at me and says, my nachos were cold. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> You're straightening your shirt, waiting yeah, for I'm the waiting compliment. For to oh, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's blushing. I mean, she's just gushing over everybody. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> 
my gosh. Oh, that's brutal. <laughs> that's why I love that club so much. <laughs> oh, because it was ruthless. <laughs> it was either, yeah, it was either love or ruthless. Or when they would give a couple of them compliments as they're leaving you, and then they would just look at you and not even give you... Or avoid eye contact. Yeah. Or they would, it's always yeah, eyes thing. down as they walked out when they pass you. That was always the worst. <laughs> there was a lot of looking down when I would stand next to AI. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was, uh, he was so weird. He was. Rest his soul. Rest he was, his soul. I think that was the last time I saw you, was it? Yeah, was it the, the funeral? At the, his funeral. Were you at? Or whatever we called that. The gathering. The gathering. I think the backyard gathering. Yeah. What was it? Like a brunch or something? Like Yeah, a, they just kinda held a brunch and then we all just kinda sat around and roasted him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> As you should do I, when you love someone. Right. Yes. You do it out of love, yeah. That's what roasting is. And it was yeah, it was nothing malicious. We were just having nothing we wouldn't have done if he was there yeah, with us. Yeah. Right. Right. Were you at the one there was <clears throat> Trying to remember his name, Tim, I think, at his funeral. Did you? I don't think you. No, went. I did not. I wasn't at that one. But the I, f- yeah, the one where they asked the family asked the comedians to get up and do some time. Yeah, she came to me and asked me if I would get up <sighs> during the funeral and do a set. <laughs> oh. It was, and I told I tried telling her no, and she was you know she's in tears and it would mean, it would so, mean so much. much. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, oh, all right. So oh, here. Did you know this part? So we go up, AI, I think it was AI, Jose, and then me. Mm-hmm. Or no, Jose did first, and then AI, and then I was going after AI. AI, because he, the guy's funeral we were at committed suicide. Yeah. AI does his whole suicide bit. It's like five minutes long about oh suicide. I have never been so uncomfortable in oh, my wow. entire life. As Dobie would say, you could hear a mouse fart in there. Yes. It was awful. And I had to go up and try it after that. And I, I think I got off after a couple minutes because it was, it was already brutal. <laughs> and then he did that, and it was. And you, you, can, you can tell his way of thinking. He's like, oh, yeah, this is perfect. This is perfect. We're at a funeral. <laughs> I just... I just <laughs> I just happen to have a, a type five about killing yourself. Yeah, yeah, I do. No, yeah. mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, AI. He was a he was a good guy. He was just a little odd. Yeah, La- Lamaro. Lamaro, Tim. Lam- yeah, Lamoureux. Tim Lamaro. That's who it was. Yeah. Oh, Man, geez. that was, I still cannot believe he did that. Like, what? Of all of, of things all of the jokes do, he had. Why that? Why do that? And you could see it. <clears throat> like, he didn't understand what he was, like, he was going into it. And me and Jose are doing this off to the side. No, no stop. Because no. we knew what he was doing. Yeah, yeah. We knew the bit. And he does it. And he does it. And then he, because he kind of looks off as he's doing his material. And then when he gets to the punchline after like three or four minutes, he looks up at the crowd and you can see it on his face that he just realized what he was doing. Yes. And it went, and then he, okay, I'm out of here. Here's Mike. You've a great crowd. Yeah. Here's Mike. 
Be sure to get the extra helping of the funeral potatoes. (laughs) Oh, Oh, that's funny. What's your most painful gig? That's uh, hands down my most painful gig. What's your? Well, not entirely different than that. (laughs) Okay, so I, I was, okay, first of all, you need to understand I've had several. But right. this one, oh, I'm good. I'm still working on the. All right. This one. So um, I got invited uh, just a couple of years ago, got invited up in Boston oh. for a friend. He said, hey, a friend of our, my family's uh, dad died. We're throwing a comedy show to raise some money for the family for, for everything. Oh, right. Okay. Oh, Very nice. He asked if I'd come do a set. And I'm like, oh. Absolutely. Yeah. So I get there, and it's in this uh, um, <clears throat> basement of this uh, restaurant, and it's huge, and there's probably about three or 400 people there. You know, good turnout. Right. They're all friends and family of this guy. And there's about six comics on the show. <clears throat> and uh, ooh, I made the board. <laughs> you made the I just realized I didn't write you down. And so um, – we, we get up there, and there's three comics ahead of me, you know. I'm right. Kind of towards the end. Where is it at? Is it at a comedy club? Oh, it's, a, it's at this bar, a restaurant. Okay. They had this big conference center in the basement. It gotcha. Was a big, big open area. It was really cool. Right. Anyway, show's going great, and I get up there, and I start off, and I'm doing great. Great audience. You know, everybody's just wanting to relax and have a good time. Right. I'm going on, and I was doing this bit at that time. I have since just retired the bit. But anyway, um, <laughs> it might have been motivated by this. Experience. Oh, no. But I, I, I said, you know, I'm trying to make everything positive wherever I go. You know, regardless of the situation I'm in, I just right. want to be positive. I'm trying to, And like uh, the other day, I was driving my car, and this guy came off the off-ramp and merged the, onto the freeway, and I couldn't move over because there was cars there. And I almost... You know, he, he cut me off. I had to slam on my brakes and kind of dart to the side to keep from hitting him or would have been in an accident. And, right. And you know what? I didn't get upset. I just thought to myself, you know what? Maybe that guy just, uh, he's having a bad day. Maybe he just, you know, uh, maybe he just found out he has stage four cancer. And oh, he's going to no. die soon. Or at least that's what I oh, no. was hoping. And right then. The guy died of cancer. He had recently just died of cancer. Oh. Went undiagnosed, and he started having headaches. He went <sighs> to the doctor, and he, they said, you have stage four cancer. He was dead two days later. Oh, my gosh. I had no idea. Nobody told you. Nobody told me. Oh. Dude. You were I the thought, AI in that I situation. Thought, I thought he had... I thought it was a car accident or something because right. it just said, oh, a benefit. Just, nobody expected this. It was, un- it was so sudden. Oh. Nobody said why or how he died. And oh. it was at that moment. I stood there in complete silence, and I looked at the <laughs> audience, and I said, okay, I just had a sudden realization that maybe <laughs> I should have asked I hate you. At I this should point. have asked. I should have asked some questions before I came up here. <laughs> and 
I can hear this one lady in the background. You barely make her out. She said, damn right. <laughs> so, so, I, I, I was just like, uh, I go, well, folks, you can hate me. I don't blame you. But I still got five minutes, so if you would just want to sit there patiently <laughs> and just let me get through this. And they finally, they came around. I mean, they were oh. laughing. People were coming up, giving me hugs and saying there was, uh, you know, felt bad for me and I'm right. sorry and oh. didn't realize. And it, But it was just that sudden, oh. that, just that moment. <laughs> wow. I think I, was, oh. yeah, I said, uh, yeah. That's ever, so painful. I, I think it was a phrase I said. Hey, have you ever you ever been in a situation um, where you realize you said something that um, you shouldn't have said? <laughs> <laughs> Did that go over better? I that's imagine. what got him. That's got what got him back out. on your they side. They were just like, oh. you know, they realized, oh, he didn't know. Right. And then they can't, la- even the ones that wanted to laugh can't because the yeah, other th- ones. Yeah, so there's still kind of that resistance. And then as time went on, I finally got right. around. I, oh. did, I did okay. I finished okay. Right. But boy, there was that moment of just. Pure pain. Pure pain, horror, shock. Oh, dude. <sighs> oh. How, was it just the one, one night? Yeah, it was that just, one? it was just, uh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm just. Well, I had I had one time uh, I was doing a show in Provo. This was this was kind of it was well it was a bad situation to turn around. It was okay, but right. I'm sitting uh, I'm there doing my show, and there's this kid sitting in the front row with a family, and he's got a black trench coat on, right? Okay, and it's like it's not really trench coat weather. <laughs> okay, <clears throat> and so I start teasing him about wearing the trench coat. Oh know, no, blah blah blah. <laughs> And I, in fact, I'm the whole show. I'm making fun of him, like, but he's laughing and he's having a good time, right? Right. right. And but I'm just just teasing him about being an oddball and yeah, all this kind of weird stuff. Yeah. And so finally, I was just like, so what's you know what's your situation? You're going to school? He says, well, no. He goes, I've been at a halfway house. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he goes, yeah, I tried to kill myself. Oh. <laughs> and that's when he pulls back the sleeve of the trench coat. Oh. And, and my friend, it's not, it's not, it's not the, hey, I, I, I'm, uh, it's a cry for help things. Oh. This was, I'm going out, I'm going out now. Oh. Like, from here to here. I mean, he was, you know, the full length of his arm. No. He pulls out, this, and it's, it's all scarred over. And he pulls it. He's, he's on both arms. I mean, that both takes motivation arms? to pull it on both arms. Because oh. you're gonna you're gonna cut, and then you gotta go and hold while you're still cut. It oh cuts again. Oh my gosh! I didn't even think. I, I mean, oh. he's going. He's he's checking out, right? So they were just big, thick. Like big, his thick, arm is shredded. Just, oh yeah, just. Gosh. And so he's and he goes, yeah. I just tried to kill my tried to kill myself six months ago, and <laughs> everybody's just like. Uh, you know, this is the kid that I have been hammering the right. whole show. Right. But he's laughing. He's having, you know, and the yeah. family's just, they're, they're all just sitting there smiling. Everybody else is in horror of like, what the hell? 
with the family sitting there smiling. They're like, having a oh, good yeah, time with it. Know. Oh, yeah. Oh, my and gosh. I was just like, oh, holy cow, I don't count, dude. And I was like, well, you're, you're okay now. And he says, oh, yeah, I'm great now. Yeah. <laughs> and I, and See, he's fine, everybody. Said, so, so, you know, what? so what you're here, and he goes, oh, they finally let me leave. Out, this is the first time I've been out of the hospital since the suicide attempt. No way. And this is this is actually isn't my real family. My real family wants nothing to do with me, but this is a family that um, um, has really stepped up and is is you know, taking care of me right. through all this. And I was just like, Oh my gosh! Of all the people to pick up, yeah, all the people. <laughs> God. So finally, I was just like, Dude, you need a hug? And he goes, Yeah, I'd love one. So I gave him a hug. Everybody <laughs> cheered. You know, I mean, it was just like, oh. Oh, how close, how deep into your set is this? Like, you've been doing it the whole time, but when he says the, how it's he's like about 30 minute mark. I oh. mean, we're, we're right deep into the whole thing. Right. And you, you still know. have a good chunk to I go. Still, you know, still good chunk to go. <laughs> how did the rest of it go after that? Actually went really good. I think uh, the hug and just the yeah, whole. Yeah. That's okay, actually a, with it. that's actually a great icebreaker. I think. Yeah. yeah. Cause, oh my God. But boy, that. Oh, I tried to kill myself. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, gosh, that's painful. Uh, the, the things we go through is kind I of- know, and we go back for more. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you're, you're up on stage an hour later still. Well, you know, I, I think it. You, you take on this healthy perspective, it's like the weirder the better. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've it's almost to the point where like... I want this story for later on, so I'm going to yeah. grin and bear it now. You know, because you want to perform. I, I, I started doing a joke about it because it's like I do, you know, you play in the clubs and you play in the colleges and you play in the theaters and it's everyone's there for comedy and it's just pure magic. And yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah. But at the same time, being able to go into a bar where half the people there didn't even know there was going to be comedy. Right. <laughs> They leave the TVs on. They, yeah. People are still playing pool because they don't want to run off the regulars. And, <laughs> you know, somebody in the middle yeah. of the set goes and starts playing the jukebox. You know, just all these weird things. It's like, man, that's where I. Enjoy, that's where it's fun because that's where if you can get those, if you people can get them, yeah, that's, that's a good pure, feeling. That's pure joy when you get that crowd to pay attention and right. listen and laugh. Or the pe- and the people at the bar playing the video poker. If they turn around, if they stop to turn around it and yeah. look at you, that's a good feeling. Fact, I, I started doing this thing where I'll just stop and not say anything for a full minute. To make, <laughs> to make them look and see why is it quiet. Just, well, it, it does that, but also it just lets them know you're in control. Oh, you're you don't panic. They are watching you. Every right. eye is waiting for you to say something. That's good. So when you just sit there for a full minute, they're just like, Without saying anything, I, I sometimes I'll say, "Well, no, I just wanted to show you guys what it was like to be in the audience, <laughs> or what it's like, what it's, what right. it's like to be up here, right?" And uh, oh, that's good. And it, <clears throat> do you do that every show, or just when it's like when just the weirder and the I weirder get, I get places. you know, it's comedy. You get thrown in just weird situations all the time, and yeah. lately I'm getting thrown into weirder and weirder. <laughs> You would, think, Harley Davidson. you would think that I would be doing better. No, <laughs> it's just getting stranger and weirder. Hey, that's... Yeah, which is awesome. That's... When you're getting requested to come to a new state, 
you're doing you're doing something right. And they're they've never yeah. done comedy. They're just bringing you. That yeah, way. they were just so we wanted to bring you. So it's like, yeah, awesome, sweet. Oh, this guy, he was so cool. He brought, he paid for me and the wife to go up there, put us up the whole time. Fed, he paid for almost every meal. Oh my gosh! Um, paid for all the tourist stuff that we did. I mean, he just treated us like you know royalty. That's awesome. And then the people who were there were just, just so overjoyed, so and excited yeah. about it. So that's just had a great time. That's awesome. And you did. So did you do a new town every night, or did you just do a couple nights and then a couple? Yeah, it was nights? A, it was a new town each night. Okay. Did he drive you around? Oh, Is everything yeah, he, in driving distance? Oh, up there. Uh, well, no, no, but you have to drive anyway. It's like I I was said. Oh, okay. I said you know there's a lot to see in Alaska. The part they don't tell you is that it's all three and a half hours away <laughs> from everything else. <laughs> oh, well, like to get to that town, uh, Whittier, it was about a two-hour drive from uh, Anchorage, and then when you get there, you have to go through this tunnel that's two and a half miles long. Right, but it's only one lane. Oh, it's 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 mixed use. It's train and cars. So uh, at night they have the train going through. Oh, that's giving and me during a the day anxiety. It's, thinking it's about basically, you know, at ten o'clock, uh, going towards Whittier, it's open, and then then they close it, and then they open it up at ten thirty for the other group to come back out of Whittier. Really, so, and then they close the tunnel completely at eleven. So if you haven't finished up what you're doing and get in line by stuck. In time, you're stuck in Whittier for the night. There's, there's no, no way other way out? There's no way out unless you got a really nice boat. <laughs> oh, Is it right there on the ocean? Yeah, it's on the one of those inlets. Okay, you know, right, right, where it curls in. Wow. I've never heard of anything like that. Yeah, it was bizarre. That is really it bizarre. Was, it was beautiful, and it was weird, and I was just like, yeah, this... This is my life right now. Wow. There's uh, one other thing uh, uh, I wanted to ask you about. I know back then you were, <laughs> of all things, you were going to school to be for philosophy, right? Or Yes. Is that what it was? Yeah. I was going to become a professor. Is that what you wanted to do? That's, I never... That was the goal, was to... To be a professor. A professor, yeah. For philosophy. Yep. Like, what's the, what's the story behind it? Um... I, I just I'd always loved philosophy when I was you know younger and uh, I remember you yeah. would always do that you would always <laughs> come up and what do you call it philosophize <laughs> Philos yeah you would always say something like genius to me that I would get like as I was driving home I'd be like <laughs> holy crap that's what that was incredible <laughs> I didn't understand it at the time but it would hit me later most, like that of, kind of stuff yeah most of my ideas have a time delay. <laughs> <laughs> sorry sorry go on unfortunately most of my material <laughs> comedy does too it doesn't work in comedy does it it's like, oh, <laughs> trust me you guys don't think this is funny now but next thursday i'm going to be killing you're sitting on the toilet right. you're going to get this joke you're going to accidentally pee on the floor because you're laughing so hard. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> oh, but yeah, I I went and finished my philosophy degree. So you did get it. You were. I did finally get it. it. I finally went and got it. But wow, um, more or less just out of uh, just felt like I should. 
Right, because you um, went so far with it. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I was like, I have one more class. I just have to do one more class. I have the degree, and then I just. That's all you had to do. Was yeah, and then I the just never more? finished it. So when did you find? When did you finish it? Uh, twenty fifteen. Oh, okay. And just finished it up because my kid wanted to go to school in Utah, so I came back. Oh, that's why you came back here. Yeah, so he could go to school, and I figured, well, while I'm here, I might as well finish up. Yeah. So I still had money on my GI Bill. I'm like, yeah, why not get paid to go to school? So I did. Yeah, that works. And is it you? What branch were you in? The Navy, Army, Marine Corps. You were in the Marines. Yes. Oh, okay. My brother's in the. Well, he was in the Marines. I guess once a Marine, always a Marine. So yes. he's a Marine. As I like to say, yes. once a Marine, always a Marine. So there's no reason to reenlist. <laughs> hey, that's a good point, actually, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So what can you do with a, a philosophy major other than teach? Um, make horrible videos on TikTok. <laughs> Of references that nobody gets. That no one gets, yeah. Well, luckily, if they're watching it like on their phone or something, they can look up what the reference is and then. Yes, they can. I, most people probably don't, I, but you I, can. When I started working a lot of philosophy into my act, and my, like I said, most of it nobody gets. Gets. Right. People who do get it and they just about piss themselves. Piss themselves. <laughs> right. They get it. That's yeah. one thing I've found in comedy is it's okay to write jokes that nobody gets. Yeah. Because eventually somebody will. Right. And when that person gets it. And other just, people will get it. And joy. Oh, I can imagine. I have, I have stuff in my act that, you know, people are like, what? Why are you leaving that in there? And I go, oh, trust me. It's one day. One day somebody's <laughs> going to get this joke. Hey, it will bring so much joy to my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's that's incredible. Well, I I came across this rather weird psychological trick with uh-huh. comedy. Right, was that if you do a joke and it fails, and you acknowledge that it fails, the audience goes, "Oh, okay, that's, he tried. He tried. That's okay, very funny." But if you deliver a joke, and instead of reacting that it failed, you react as if the audience failed. That they missed out on something because they didn't get the joke. Oh. Something changes in that audience because now they start thinking, hey, I got to pay attention. Right. Because I missed something. Oh. So how do you do that? Uh, mostly with just a look. Okay. Just, just sort confident of a, kind just of Sort like of a confident like, um, oh, you didn't get that joke. Okay. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Interesting crowd. Because oh. psychologically they go... Oh, this guy's smarter than I thought. Right. I got to pay attention. Oh, that's smart. And so I have I have a couple of jokes that I've left in over the years that nobody ever gets, but I, <laughs> I just do it because the audience it's sort of this psychological trick on the audience. So they go, "Yeah, this guy's smarter than I need to wow. pay attention more." And then I find that they actually do pay attention because they don't now all of a sudden instead of blaming me for the joke not working as they should. <laughs> I tricked them into thinking it they're the problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love psychology. <laughs> oh, I love it. Rodney Norman. Oh, 
That that's great. I think that's a good nugget to end on. What do you think? Oh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Rodney, it's been awesome catching up with you, man. Oh, it's been a joy. It has been. I mean, it really has. I think it was AI's thing whenever that yeah, was, five yeah, years was, ago, five, six years yeah. ago. Since it was the last time I saw it. Look, my hair's a lot grayer. Yeah. You notice you that? Got, yeah. Yep. Yeah. You're doing pretty good for yourself. Nice, nice work, my friend. Thank you, Rodney. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, this was fun. Whenever We're going we'll to have to do this again. Whenever I'm hard up, I know who to call for a loan. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> I spent it all on this. <laughs> so people have a 401k. You have a University of Utah football helmet collection. Right. I had nowhere. I first, I put them in the shelf, on the shelf in the house, like one day when she was gone. Uh-huh. And then she came home and, of course, wasn't having any part of it. So then I took them down. And then the next time she went out, I put them on the mantle. And then that was even more of a no. So then I, they just kind of sat up in the closet for a while. And then when I put this together, I was like, oh, I can put them up there. That's impressive. I had no idea that there were that many helmets. Yeah, there's even more. I don't even have them all. Really? Yeah. Yeah. There's a, I mean, I'm probably missing a good, that I know of, there's probably even more than that, but that I know of, there's probably another five or six that I don't have. Oh, uh, yeah, because they yeah. kind of went the way of the... University of Oregon. Of Oregon. Must have a new helmet every every yeah. other game. Yeah. The pandemic year last year they didn't I don't think they did any new ones. I don't I don't think. I could be wrong on that. But yeah. I think every pretty much everybody's doing it because all the kids love it and when they're recruiting, I think it's a good Well, it's it sells a lot well, obviously. It sells a lot of merchandise. Yeah. I they've got me. Yeah. And I've got gray hair. Yeah. I'm not even a kid anymore. <laughs> uh, Rodney, where can they... Uh, you've, you've got all of the social medias, right? YouTube, all the, TikTok. All the important ones. Which is TikTok, YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook. Instagram, yeah, Facebook. I noticed YouTube. that you have not accepted my Facebook request. Because I tried to do something on your page today, and it said you're not friends yet. Oh, because you maxed out, you said. I maxed out. I have so to wait for people to drop you. off. Well, oh. people drop off all the time because they're either a fake account that falls off or they leave Facebook. Oh, okay. Or, of course, Facebook, for just whatever reason, just starts unfriending me from some people. You know what they did? <clears throat> they locked my account. Uh, I think it was this week. They just unlocked it. Um, but they took 1,000 followers with them when they unlocked it. Like they gave it back to me, and then I was missing a thousand. Oh wow! Yeah. How many how many followers you got? <laughs> <laughs> I wish this was on video for that thing. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh, the face! Oh, I well, wish I, I had I got to tell you this story. Uh, okay. So this. Uh, I ran across this, this comic um, back in Connecticut. And uh, he was uh, kind of big. He's like, yeah, I'm from you know, L.A., blah, blah, blah. Right. All this stuff. And he says, we should be friends on Facebook. I'm like, uh, oh, okay. I, I, you can send a request, but I don't know if I got room. And he goes, right. what? <laughs> I go, well, you know, max out at 5,000. He goes, you got 5,000 friends? <laughs> I said, I 
I have I have fifteen thousand in line to be my friend. <laughs> oh my gosh! Do you have fifteen thousand requests? Yeah, I'm sitting there. They're just constantly. Oh, you well, they say oh, they only show you a thousand at a time, and then people they just kick people off. Are you serious? Yeah, and uh, wow. And he goes, uh, yeah, and he he was like, oh yeah, right, okay, whatever, <laughs> right. And uh, he was he was trying to drop it that you know he's got he's got seven thousand followers. He was pretty proud. Oh, so he wanted you to see that he had seven. So that was his, he, he was trying to point that out without pointing it out. <laughs> and then he felt. <laughs> then he saw my hundred eighty thousand followers. He was like, I had no idea. Oh my! You have hundred and eighty thousand followers. Well, it's closer to one hundred ninety. <laughs> It's the dumbest thing ever. Oh my gosh. Where are we at? Rodney. 185,000. 185? Well, congratulations. That's awesome. And again, couldn't have happened to a nicer guy. I so agree. The amazing thing is how I've I've managed to maintain my humility through Right? You're still humble. Stay humble, young man. Oh my gosh! Oh, this my cheeks hurt so bad right now. They are so numb <laughs> from this. Like I can't even fill them anymore. Uh, where YouTube? Everything is. If it's YouTube, TikTok, and Facebook, you it's all slash Rodney Norman comedian, and you'll it'll show you everything. Rodney Norman comedian. Uh, well, thanks so much for coming by. And we didn't even get into like your military and stuff, so we'll have to do it again and absolutely reminisce a little more. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, check out Rodney uh, at all of his social medias. We'll see you guys next time. Ta-ta. <laughs>